I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Hello, everyone. Sleepy McBeagleson, everyone. April's tired. <laughs> the cutie, the cutest dog you ever did know. Sleepy McBeagleson, the cutest dog I know. That's April today. She's tired. Amy, you just She's everyone tired. just missed her. Amy singing though this I lovely just tune sang it again. before. Sleepy McBeagleson. <laughs> That's you. And then there's Monty over here, the dog. I had a big weekend. Chill. I know you went real big. Tell it everyone. It was my what- partner's fiftieth birthday. Oh yeah. And what'd you do? What'd you do? We went to the Petite Hermitage in West Hollywood and had a rooftop soiree. Did did the dog just puke? The (laughs) dog. No, he didn't. (laughs) He. That's how he feels about Petite Hermitage. The Petite's the best. It's so good. So much that the dog Um, puked. Uh Yeah. So we were just full blown doing it. Pool party, evening parties, all the parties. So I was back in work mode this week. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds wild. Sounds like a big weekend. It was a really big weekend. We missed you, Amy. I know. I was doing hippie things, you know, <laughs> me and my hippie hippie roots things. But the hippie things are wonderful. You know, I um I learned a lot about myself. I I uh You had yeah. a retreat. I had a retreat and I learned a lot about myself and some things I want to share on here too. Like I pulled up some shame that um I had deeply buried. Uh so I definitely want to share some of that on here since the name of the podcast is shameless sex so why not but one thing i do want to share everyone april and i created our own female sexual pleasure survey Ooh, we did. so if you go to our website just like we used to have the survey to find out who our listeners are we have a survey on there i think you go to the very bottom of our, our homepage, and this is for female bodied folks so folks who have vulvas and clitorises or i think the word i learned that the plural word for clitoris was like clitoridy or something so all y'all's with clitoritis no not that sounds like a disease i know (laughs) well that's what i'm wondering clitoridy i listened to um an episode on chris ryan's podcast he had wednesday martin who wrote a book about the all the myths about female sexual desire Mm. really awesome episode i i hope we can get her on our podcast it was she's brilliant and i think she said that the plural of clitoris is clitoridy but i have to look it up again i've never heard that i never knew that so any all the folks with clitorides (laughs) no you on the s then i don't know anyways um so if you go to our website it's a quick survey and we are surveying folks to figure out uh, what your orgasmic process is like. Uh, it's completely anonymous. It should take you under 10 minutes, um, probably more like five minutes, maybe seven minutes at the most. And uh, we are just collecting this data for our own knowledge and to understand more about female orgasm. So it's a very informal survey. You know, we're not researchers, but we have the ability to create our own science project by having you all answer these anonymous questions. So if you want to check it out, go to our website. Again, female body folks only, please. And if you want to learn about pleasuring vulvas in general you could check out omgs.com <gasps> that is a great way to do it i know <laughs> i should put that at the end of the survey like now go to omgs right <laughs> i've been talking about this a lot because uh and I'm, i think i'm getting really good at in a nutshell describing it because at first give it, conceptually give the, the elevator speech. yeah it's it's a website that you go to and you can go to omgs.com backslash backslash shameless and you get five dollars um, off and five dollars off and you get access to 62 episodes on real women 62 videos 62 videos mm-hmm. of women real women pleasuring themselves in different ways because there's little to no research about women specifically in pleasure and they have done years of research with over women from the ages of 18 to 95 and it's like over 2000 women or something 2000 right? women real yeah. humans that Show and it's it. research and all of your money if you pay this i think it's less than 39 dollars with a five dollars off that you get going and you can to, watch them over and over and over again yeah. it's and not a subscription yeah no and there's the 11 interactive yeah videos you can actually too. practice on a vulva it's so cool if you haven't checked it out well and this is great like yeah like you're saying there's no research showing all the different ways 
ways women like to pleasure themselves externally. We just see in porn like diddling the clit really yeah. hard, which is not what most women like. And some people might not know what else to do down there. Like, yeah. well, what else do I do? Like yeah. on some, someone else's body or their or own. Or their own, right. Yeah. So this is just a really it's a tool for yeah. you to uh, find new ways to play. Check it out. And I'm excited for season two. It's going to be internal stimulation. Yippee. Yeah, your money is going to fund season two, folks. Yeah, well. look at us. We're little researchers over here. I know. Good job. Researchers. But, but you yes, know what be. makes research even more fun? What? Wine. <laughs> wine. Not wine. Yeah. Uh, so I got, you know, all that wine from Margins and uh-huh. it's almost gone. Already? I think I have one bottle left. Shit. Chip. I share though. I know you're good at sharing. I really share often I mean, because well, it's it also so a yummy. great wine to share. I gave it's my so mom good. another bottle because she's so in love with it. Well, and my mom's so picky. Whenever anybody drinks it, they're looking at me with these inquiring eyes because it's unfiltered. So it, it they pick all the grapes by hand and then they don't use machines to actually produce the wine. So it's all handmade wine and it's um, organic and it's raw. Yeah, it's so, so good. Yeah, And you get a nice buzz. You get a nice buzz. Why do you like wine, Amy? Wine is the buzz? It's just delicious. <laughs> I like the buzz. It's delicious. You know, I didn't drink uh, any alcohol for two weeks. I just had my first glass of wine like yesterday, and this isn't a thing that I need to do regularly. It just happened to be that way in my life. Um, and so that you want, you know, that glass of nice glass of red wine and it was margins. And um, is it just such a like such a nice revisit to not having any alcohol for two weeks? And as someone like for me, I, I only maybe drink like a couple days a week, like a glass or two. You know, it's not I don't drink a ton, but I do appreciate a nice glass of really good quality delicious right? red wine it's comforting mm-hmm. you know i have to tell you with margins uh my wine snob friends none n- no one has ever complained about it they won't yeah. they won't be like impressed yeah, yeah they won't be like overly over the top about how great it is but they'll be like oh yeah this is nice mm-hmm. and my wine friends that don't know a lot about wine love it too yeah. so it's a, it's a pleaser yep totally. go to marginswine.com if you want to get a uh, margins wine and if you use the access code shameless 10 you'll get 10 percent off when you buy three or more bottles and then if you buy six or more bottles which is just a half a case uh, you can send it to my address. I'll give you that right now. I'm just kidding. Ooh, um, yeah, just, uh, sh- you April, I don't know 15. if you should give your address out on here because you're going to, people are going to take you up on They're going to show up. I'll just get cases of wine shipped to me. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think, oh no, that already passed. I thought I saw that Margins Wine was having an event, but I think there was a little article written about them in the Santa Cruz Sentinel too. Nice. Um, about sharing, what is it? Some local business. Something about they share her and these other two winemakers. The trio makes sharing wine a business model so um i guess how that they all that they all make wine together but they all have their different brands so anyways yeah she's cool she she's she awesome. is about the community so support your community. local winemakers or if you're not local support them from out of state by buying some great wine yeah um okay so let's do a sex life update we haven't done that in so long and remember maybe- when i used to do okay do it sex life update good job she's a little tired so it was a little half-assed but you know you understand um so it's be like a sex and relationship and just maybe a life update because we do share about our personal life on here but it's been a while when we started our podcast that was a big part of it the model was that we'd start with a sex life update we were also single at the time so it's way more exciting (laughs) and then we would go into the topic um but i i mean i personally had some stuff that came up recently um, that was really big for me and specifically regarding some like some shame. So essentially there's a lot, there's so many layers of it, but I'll give you the cliff notes version of it. I realized I haven't been letting myself be sexy lately. Um, and it's actually felt kind of hard for me to be like super sexy since for the last two years, uh, meaning since I had the abortion and that there even is this new thing when I'm, having sex or being sexual that sometimes this awkwardness comes up. Like I feel awkward or like the minute sex is on the table, I, I sometimes am feeling this like resistance of like, Oh God, there's pressure here now, which was not there before. There's all these heady things that I haven't been letting myself fully notice. I've been like, Oh, there's that thing. I just ignore and pretend like everything's okay. 
And I haven't been saying anything to my partner about it. You're not outing what, what, which is what I talk about on the podcast all the time, right? Like, like out it, you know, I'm not outing, like I feel awkward right now, or I don't feel present or my, I'm really in my head right now, or I don't feel sexy. I'm just tr- like le- noticing them and then trying to override the system. And I, and I, and I, and this isn't all the time, but I just realized that this has been happening often. And, and are you shooting yourself because you're like, I have a podcast. So here's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Here's the piece. I do the same thing. I have shame because I teach people about this all the time. And here I am doing the thing. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's like part of me is like, oh, Amy, you're kind of a hypocrite. I'm like, no, I'm human. A human being. That who that all the stuff that we're talking about is stuff that we're either have worked on, are working on, or will forever work on. You know, so, but it's just like, it was kind of a rude awakening to see all these things that I, uh, that I don't let myself see. And then the sexy piece too, you know, I don't feel like I, um, I, I used to have this practice that I have talked about before where I would maybe smoke a little bit of marijuana or maybe not, but like dim the lights, put on, um, some sexy booty shorts. And this is also when I lived alone. Now I live with my partner. So it's like, yeah. I don't have as much. I, I haven't created the space for it. Um, and then sexy music, you know, dance in front of the mirror and like rub my breasts and feel like just tap into how sexy I am. I haven't been doing that. I don't feel like, I feel like I've been dressing more for comfort than sexy, which you probably noticed because <laughs> I get hippier by the day. And which is, that is a bit, that's a part of me though. Like, I, but I, I want I'm 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 like missing that part. Of you want to resuscitate your sexiness? Yeah, I want to bring sexy back. We're going back. to an factor <laughs> class, or no, we're going to this the pole class. Deal. And Grace, I am like the most awkward. One of our girlfriends that we have a mutual friend was texting me, and um, I asked her to come. I was like, "You should come." We're so Amy and I, yeah, yeah, intro to or pole. And she's like, "Oh my god, I bet you're so good at that." I was like, "If by good you mean awkward and awkward, no, I'm not. I'm super awkward because I." it's hard for me to get in touch with my sexy self as well. It's interesting. So I've been talking to folks about this, about being sexy, you know, is it's, it's, there's so many different ways to tap into sexy and it's different, you know, and, and I've, I've like, you know, talked to men, like, how do you feel sexy? And they're like, uh, I don't, you know, it's, or sometimes they do, but it's just a very different way. It comes from a different energy. And, um, and so for me, my way of sexy is just been kind of like, put on the the sidelines or the back burner and like you and I April we're both very heady people oh yeah and for me being super heady I spent a number of years uh trying to get less heady more in my heart and operate from my body and I was in my like sexual prime because I was so embodied and then I had the trauma you know with the abortion which put me in my head because my head and my body were in a green blah 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 and it's just been this battle getting back into that part and I almost feel like what I need like I'm glad we're going to um, Steel and Grace in Santa Cruz is the um, the studio that does S-Factor and pole dancing and so it's all about sexual or sensual embodiment for for um, not just for women actually it's so on the 30th of October if you're in town anybody out you there you want to come dance with us come yeah. dance <laughs> but yeah but I feel and I think that'll be great and she actually gave us free passes to come to other classes too and I'm almost like I need an intensive like a three-day intensive with a whole bunch of women where we're just like being we could do sexy pretend our pretend stripper dances where everybody gets their dollars out I You're love so doing good that. at that see that's when that's I can your sexy that's what that's when I can really embrace when I put on some lingerie and some high heels and I can really get into it I think I need to bring high heels to that yeah she, we can put on I have booty, booty shorts and things yeah and I might do that yeah I just want I want to cultivate more of that and I have my practices like you know, for me, my meditation that I do, I have a specific meditation that I do. Um, I can, I'm not gonna say that I do every morning because I've also been a poor meditator lately. I have too, actually. Just as Jeez. you said that, yeah. I haven't meditated in almost a week now. Shame, which on I us. was every yeah. day at least four days a week. Yeah, that's why I probably feel I'm feeling a little disconnected and from you, my own. And you got your moon cycle. And it's my moon cycle with the full moon though. Boo y'all. Boo. How about them apples? Did you sleep last night? How was your sleep? I slept really well. Uh-huh. I slept really well. Uh, I've been sleeping really well because I kind of ran my body through the gamut the, the last few days, just like up late and hanging You're out with friends. And yeah. And so I feel like, uh, you know, I've had friends in town. Like, well, just when you came over, I have friends in town from the UK right now. So I've been in constant entertainment mode, which I don't want to interrupt you. I want you to finish because I'm going to share oh. something after yeah, you finish. Well, just like, I, I mean, maybe we can talk to Elise from S-Factor or from um, Steel and Grace about this. Like, 
I, if maybe she could put together a special intensive, like a sexy intensive. I don't know, yeah. but I'm feeling like I need a deep dive into that. Remember and when she was trying to help me with my S walk and I was terrible and she's like, oh, well, you, you know look, what? Just, yeah, it was like this. Yeah, it looks this, like my gangster lean. <laughs> you look, well, she, was, she said, look like you're a little bit intoxicated and April just like wasted. She wasn't wasted, but your walk was, was like. sober. I just looked like I was drunk. Like a drunk sailor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, yeah, I, I didn't, the, this being sexy is uh, an interesting thing in in how unique it is for each person i know a number of women who don't like we so we have a lady friend um you know who i'm talking about she's very very sexual she is very horny all the time and likes to have lots and lots of sex. oh yeah okay you know what i'm talking about i she doesn't identify as sexy she's really? yes she doesn't so someone who is very sexual very horny and has all kinds of crazy hot wild sex and juicy orgasms doesn't feel sexy and so i and i've talked to clients about this that I think the problem is that we have one model for what sexy should look like for women, which is like, again, like the booty shorts and the heels and you're just like super feminine and flowy and I don't know, whatever, shaking your butt. And, uh, and not everyone feels like they align with that. And when I look at her, I'm like, obviously you're sexy. You're like, I mean, or maybe sexy. So this is my, this is my, what I want to propose. And I said this to a client, maybe we need to find a different word other than sexy. Like, mm. you know, right sensual. Now, yeah, whatever it is. And maybe Savory. for our friend that's very sexual, maybe sexy is not the word, but whatever word works for her to tap into that part of herself so she's not almost like shaming herself like I'm not sexy. I don't know what sexy is. Can I be savory? You're so savory. Thank I you. I think you're tasty. Thank you. I think you're like saffron. Like a hippie? <laughs> I was thinking like your stripper name. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, yeah, so that was just like my, my rant about those pieces and about um how hard it is uh the pressure that we have or that we give ourselves as sex educators and you know shameless sex podcasters and to, to have it all together but we don't no mm-hmm. and it, it, thank you for sharing that by the way that's not an easy thing and for listeners out there i also have something to share because we get so many uh, emails and I feel like a lot of them have to do with keeping the spice in your sex life and especially in long-term relationships sometimes sex just falls off the table it's not off the table it just you just forget about it and that happened to me this week with my partner it was days and days of the build-up for the party guests coming in staying up late being so exhausted that my vulva my vagina was not working I was like it's not working and he's like it's my not. dick's not working either I'm like okay we're good because we were just so tired and it was probably about a week that went by and I was like, we haven't made any time for ourselves, none. And so last night we got back and it was almost like this um, uh, repetitive because like this monotony or of, of going straight to the couch and laying and watching a movie that we've been into, the repetitive nature of that from after being on the trip. And we went to go turn on a movie and I was like, no, 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 stop. I'm like, no, I'm like, come upstairs. And so I just was like, it's time for us. So he like lit candles and I like brush my teeth and he brushed and we got totally ready. He got naked and I didn't get naked. I kept on like my yoga pants and my bra and I'm like, we're not going to explore. Let's have zero goals. Let's just like explore each other's bodies. We haven't done that in a long time. We do have a lot of goal oriented sex. We lit candles. I put on, um, the bonobo station on is Pandora. it Bonobo or is it Bonobo? <laughs> I always wonder. <laughs> well, I was thinking like Bonobo because he, like the, like the, ooh, ooh, ah, like the yeah, apes? like the apes. Like our ancestor or, yeah. or our closest ancestor. So I always neighbor. call him Bonobo. Yeah. He's British. Bonobo. Okay, um, anyways, you put on Bonobo. So that being said, uh, super sexy. The scene was very sexy. And we like had, we had such amazing, connective sex like that I hadn't felt in quite a long time just because usually we have goal-oriented sex we do um and not on purpose just because I'm like I want to get off and I want you to get off so it was really really beautiful and I said to him we have to start making sure that we leave time for each other it doesn't have to be every day and this is the stuff that we talk about a lot on the podcast about honoring the partner voicing how you feel but also not even knowing when you're in a partnership or maybe you're not with your partner all the time. Maybe you're traveling or they're traveling or you're at work and they're home with the kids and you literally 
stop remembering to honor each other. Yeah. Or if you're with multiple partners, it it just honoring the chem- chemistry, the interaction, and the it's like honor, kind of yeah, honest, honoring the moment, the precious honoring of, yeah. what you have with each other. So yeah. I that hasn't happened to me in a long time. And I, I was really happy to, that we worked it out and it felt so good. And I feel like, you know, I needed to, I need sex a lot of times to bond with my partner. I, I, it's important for me. It's part of my language of love is probably right. It's right in there with the top, like feeling that sexual connection. So it was great. And, um, we're only human. I have a question for you. Yeah. Does just having something inside of you, like a cock or a sex toy, like inside, like penetration, alone feel good, like really good, like, oh, it feels like, does it feel really good to just have something inside of you or is it the other stuff? Okay. A lot of times I don't really like having things inside of me. Um, When I'm all prepped and ready to go and my pussy starts getting really wet, then I'm, then I'm totally, then I almost need something like some fullness. Um, they could just be fingers yeah. or they could be a toy. Uh, but before that, if, if my pussy isn't prepped and ready to go, I actually, uh, don't love just having something inside of me. Yeah. This is one thing I added to that. The survey that we created was this question of, um, cause I have talked to some women who are like, oh yeah, just having, you know, a cock or a sex toy inside me just feels amazing. Mm-hmm. Like they, there's something about that. And I was like, do you have more nerve endings inside of you than I do? Which there's truth too because everyone has different amounts of nerve endings. It's like some people have more nerve endings externally. Some people have more nerve endings around the, the um, the cervix. We're all different. So, mm-hmm. And so my theory was like, oh, you just have more nervings, nerve endings in your vaginal canal because. And I've talked talked to you know two women like, oh yeah, just having a cock inside me feels amazing. Like just having it inside of me. And, and then I've talked to other women. They're like, oh no, it's the clitoris and all the other touch and and like the energy and the movement. And so that that's just why I'm I'm like taking a poll. But that's why we have the survey too to find out. More yeah. w- how other people respond you know what's your experience and I think that would go hand in hand with um, you know what we learn about sexuality that most of the nerve endings are externally for most people mm-hmm. um, but that's not everyone it's, a, it's quite a lot of uh, folks enjoy external stimulation uh, I a need uh, one thing that I one thing that I did yesterday that was really hot that um, I said um, that he, cu- he couldn't put it inside I was like, nope, can't do it for a while because I wanted to like basically get him so excited that he was just going to pop. And I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I just really played around with that um, for a long time. That was really fun. Just kind of putting some rules out, like some fun rules that could be broken. Mm. Uh, that was really hot. And that really, I think, turned him on. He was like, yeah. all right. Because usually I'm like going down or I didn't use my hands. I was just like grinding on his cock with like my body and my vulva and then not like it was just really fun mm, that sounds i'm actually fun. getting yeah i'm actually getting excited but now i have a tampoon up there oh i love how you call them tampoons <laughs> god you gotta go commenstrual cup again i know it got went backwards and you had a twice but i got one backwards Dude, i don't know what how do you end up how, you asked my vagina that i, I don't know, know. I go know. on uh, ask the vagina that because i didn't do it i put it incorrectly it just turned around. Your vagina is very strong and somehow does like a whole workout around <laughs> It's the like doing cup. gymnastics yeah. inside my canal. Yeah. I don't know. The doctor had no explanations because I was like, I didn't put it in that way. I know how to put in the cup. I read the stru- instructions mm. and I feel like I even like could try to feel it to suction around the cervix. You know, I, I like felt it. I tried to hear it pop. I like shifted it around. Mm. It was on there. It just shifted around. Menstrual cup has been such a game changer. I like how it doesn't dry me out. Like it's just no tampoons dry me. I'm not a huge fan. I just, I try to switch the organic tampons. So they actually are a little bit better for the dryness, but they get totally dry me. It hurts to put one in. Like it's like, like sandpaper. Yeah. (laughs) It's a desert in there. Um, I, before we talk about the next topic, um, thank you for sharing that too, by the way. And, um, you made me want to, no, you didn't make me do anything. What, but my desert vagina? No, you're, you're not specifically <laughs> about your, your... It's only a desert right now with the tampoon. Of no goals oh, and yes. making sex a priority. I mean, that's something f- for me that is um, is always a challenge now that I live with my partner. And um, God, I remember when for the first like f- three years of our relationship, it, we, was it only three years? I guess it was only three years. A little over three years, um, like three and a half years. We had the hottest sex all the time and we didn't live together. And um, we would say like, wow, we our sex is so hot. We, like we should go have sex somewhere in public and let people watch us and like share this with the world because it's so hot. 
And now, like I'm talking, speaking to this awkward feeling that comes up sometimes yeah. or this resistance. Like I don't, I don't feel that way. And I want that back. I want it back. And I'm, and I'm, I'm saying, I'm not expecting to be back where we have sex all the time and all that. But I want the, I, I really desire to have that, that feeling of just being like just super in embodied in my sexuality and I'm just noticing that I have some of it and it comes in waves and I really feel like um, there's some work I have to do to to like take the big leap so just want to throw that out there and you're inspiring me with some of your things you're saying yeah. so thanks for that Chia. Um, I want to do a shout out though that is not related to sex at all <laughs> oh. um, but this is a shout out to our friends Kyle Tierman and Chris Ryan, who wrote the book Sex at Dawn, they are hosting in LA the Motherfucker Awards. Ooh. Have I told you about this? No. The Motherfucker Awards. Okay, so the Motherfucker Awards, celebrating those that have made Mother Earth scream the loudest in 2018. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there's a whole manifesto. But essentially, it's like it's like a, environmental a awards, comedy show. Like Academy Awards for the biggest assholes who have fucked the environment oh, for up. People that have fucked the environment yeah. up. Oh, and they have specific categories. It's, I don't even know. Like I don't even know. Monsanto is one of them, but like J.P. Morgan, you know. So and oh, they'll fun. have uh, comedians coming up on stage. I believe in like portraying these people. So it's a whole thing. It's down in L.A. at the Miracle on December fourth. This is 2018. So this is the Miracle in L.A. Go check it out or go to. Um, let's see. Where is his link? I guess if you go to Kyle Tierman's website, uh, 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 you have to go to kyle.surf backslash podcast. Um, or if you look up the motherfucker awards, they have a website and it's also on Instagram as well. So, right. And they uh, both have podcasts. They're both huge podcasts. Yeah. I always, I've been saying Chris Ryan's wrong. It's not chen- tangentially. It's ten, ten, I can never say ten, tangen- tangentially. Ten, ten, that's a hard tangentially. Tangentially speaking. Tan, tan. Gentle. Tan. Tan. <laughs> Damn it. Son of a bitch. Why did you make it so hard? Um, he did it to for, for people like us you're to. You're fucking with us, God Chris. You're it. fucking with us good. Uh, okay, so on to another topic. This is kind of like news, um, but also like topic of the podcast. Um, sure. Um, there's some heavy things going on out there in, in the tantra world, in the tantra world, and in the yeah, in, in the in the sexuality world of um some whistleblowers. You know, some people calling out uh source tantra, which is um based actually here in Santa Cruz. Um, it's Charles Muir and Leah Alchin's um uh tantra community tantra, and they have they have a website and they offer retreats and all these things. And I've he actually, was one of the pioneers of of bringing tantra to the masses yeah right, to or the mainstream the West, western world western well, world like neo tantra what we know of as neo tantra which is tantra that's about sexuality whereas i mean there's so much more tantra but yes right. yeah he's one of the um he's one of the big ones and i've been to their weekend retreat before and they've actually taught workshops at pure pleasure um so i actually know them and um and so i'm i'm not coming in here with a a complete opinion um because it's tricky. Like, so if, if a woman were to come up to me and they were to say, I was raped by that person, I would instantly support her and believe her. So I'm not saying I don't support or believe anyone. Well, did um, you give a little bit of a background? Yeah. Now? So, so yeah, I'll give you background on what's going on. Yes. Good point. So there's, so there's essentially, um, there's, there's women that are coming out saying that they have been assaulted. Uh, sexually assaulted by, um, someone that worked under, uh, Charles Muir and Leah and, um, and that it was covered up by source Tantra. And, um, and so these women are coming out and saying that they've been assaulted. And then uh, I think they're even saying something about how Char- Charles has done something as well. And um, so there's people coming out and then there's other folks that are writing articles and posting things online that are um, putting out there and essentially calling, it's a call to action to, to, sh- to shut source Tantra down. There's some accusations flying. Accusations and um, do we call them? Ac- I mean, accusations when it's just someone is it an accusation when someone says this happened to me. Is mm-hmm. that still an that's ac- an accuser? I'm accusing someone, mm-hmm. so, but I'm also like, speaking to like my own, which personal, is an accusation. Yeah, but see, also speaking to like my own trauma. I just wouldn't have called that. I mean, it feels like there's more to it when you call something an accusation. You're also saying like I'm accusing someone, but I'm also like speaking to like my own hurt. I don't know. That's I'm making this more complicated than it needs to be. But I mean, yeah, th- there's an accuser and an accusee. Yeah, or like yeah, accuser and someone. It's better yeah. than the plaintiff and the defendant, but oh, yeah. you could call it that as or well. Or the perpetrator and the yeah, and the yeah. suspect, the suspect and the predator and the yeah, mm-hmm. and the prey. 
Um, this is not a laughing matter, yes. however. No, no, it's not a laughing matter. But uh, I mean, uh, anyway, it's big. And this isn't this isn't the first time. This actually happened also with another sex educator. Actually, a couple other sex educators. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get too deep into their stories. But um, where um, they've been called out by those those people only had, I think, only one person each. I could be wrong. Calling them out for various things that were um, along the categories of Me Too and sexual um, assault ish. And so it, things are just coming to light. But this one with Source Tantra is, is seems pretty explosive. And and so there's stuff on Facebook and there's an article on Medium if you want to learn more about what people are um, saying. And and so I um, I don't have a personal strong, I don't have a, a complete strong opinion other than like I said if someone says that they were raped then I will support them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I, I'm on, on board with that. Um, that if someone is saying that, then I would, I personally would be like, all right, I want to hear your voice. I want to support you. What do you need? And great for them to come forward. Like that takes so much strength and courage. And it seems like in this case, the claim is that they're saying that they, uh, they voice what they, or that, that they, they're, it's being downplayed, you know, that they're voicing their needs they're voicing their hurts and that it's being tried to kind of like covered up or downplayed or something or like, yeah, so there's all kinds of signs, you know, this sign, that sign. It's a little bit of a war, honestly, mm. which is kind of how it always goes when even in politics, right? We see like, oh, I didn't, you know, someone's saying that something happened and they're saying I didn't do it. So it's a little complicated. So what I want to speak to, because I am i can't give a personal opinion on what actually happened. I was not there, you know, but if people are hurt, then their hurt needs to be heard and taken care of. And if people are, are like being targeted and innocent, then that deserves light too. And I, it's not my job right now. But what I do want to comment on is when people are in a position of power and especially when it's about sexuality and um, the lines can get blurred really, really quickly, meaning people look up to you and they look at you in a different way that they would not normally if you weren't that person in position of power. So an example would be that you are a Tantra healer and um, whether you're man or woman, doesn't matter. You're whoever, what it doesn't matter if you're sex or gender. And you are doing a healing session for someone else who has some sort of trauma or maybe no trauma, but they just want to do a healing session and you're touching them in a sensual or sexual way. And it's deeply healing and profound and juicy and sexy or whatever. And if immediately after that you are sexually intimate with them, um, there is a chance that you are stepping into very tricky territory because you just opened them up into this deeply vulnerable place where now they're, they're like, you open up all the portals and they're more open than they normally are. They don't have their protective layers that they normally do have to make different choices. And so Bad, bad things happen there or can happen there. And this isn't just in the Tantra world. This happens in the um, the medicine world and the healing world, you know, with like, you know, I've heard of like ayahuasca shamans crossing these same lines. People look up to them like they're Jesus. You, know, you Bikram. Yeah, Bikram yoga. Yeah, like you're yeah, an authority figure. He had multiple um, folks, uh, victims mm-hmm. come up. And I think that that was actually yeah, p- pretty much based on some... And, there, and there's, yeah, and people are also realness, saying, yeah, they settled. He'd, he'd like blackmail folks. them or something. Like mm-hmm. if you have sex with me, then you can get this, you know? Yeah. And quid pro quo. Again, like I don't, I don't want to get stuck in the he said, she said, they said, whatever stuff right now. Like that's not why I'm bringing this up. I'm bring, want to bring to light the, the power piece and that when someone is in a position of power, the dynamic is, is dynamic has changed. And I highly suggest that the person who's in a position of power stays really cautious about what happens when they're in that role. They're actually really aware of that they're in power, that they're being looked up to or called upon or um, or someone is, is being really vulnerable to them and giving them everything in that moment. And that if lines are crossed in that moment, it can get really messy. And I will say that I've had a personal experience, a really wonderful experience. This is going to be really confusing, but... Um, someone that I really, really enjoy, their company, someone who I actually um, admire and had a really great experience with um, where I was offered a Tantra massage and um, and they are someone that uh, is affiliated with, with Source Tantra and they were practicing and they offered me a Tantra massage. We didn't really know each other. They said, you know, they do it for free. They just need practice. And I said, awesome. My body is my research project and um, super sweet person. And they also, they said, they, we sat down, it was very, like, very sweet, laid down the boundaries. They said, I'm not, I'm just going to use my hands on you. I'm not going to, you know, use my mouth. Um, and, and 
but you can touch me if you want to. And you can, and I think they even said you could even kiss me if you wanted to, but I won't do that with you. Hmm. And I was like, Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, well, nice to know that the ball is in my court. And, um, but it wasn't expecting that. I was thinking it was just going to be all hands. Right. Um, but that, which, which, yeah. So anyways, and so the session went on and it was, I think I was supposed to be there for two or three hours. I was there for six hours. What? And, yeah. Was that comfortable? Oh yeah. I was juicing all over the place. Oh. It, was, <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, I will say that Source Tantra has it down. They're very good at what they're they're doing. This art of uh, sacred spot massage and really honoring the divine feminine is really, really powerful and really beautiful. And what happened was after hour two or three, when I'm so like lit up and turned on, I was like, yeah, I want to kiss you. And just, you know, I, so I started to initiate that. Mm. And which was, it was consensual and it was sweet. And I had a very great experience. I left there like so lit up. I was like, woo. Um, what ended up happening though is it got confusing where I thought maybe, maybe I do have feelings for this person. Mm-hmm. And they actually were pretty interested in me. And then I found out upon spending more time together that like, no, that was just a thing in the, in the moment. But I really care about this. The sweetest, such a sweet human. Um, but it was just a thing in that moment that uh, felt really, really, really beautiful. And, and then I had to kind of let, I had to let them down. And so, and so this isn't a traumatic experience, but this is an example of, of how delicate those situations are. That when we get, we lose that protective layer and we're so juicy and charged up that all of a sudden, like we could just make all these decisions that we wouldn't normally make. Mm-hmm. In my case, it wasn't a bad one and it wasn't traumatic, but had I been someone with a lot of trauma, that it could have been, been a disaster. It could have. Yeah. So I just want to like, I want to highlight that right there. I think that like that's as, as much as I really want to get into it at this, at this moment that, um, you know, it, again, this this part, but people in power, no matter what it is, if it's with sexuality or not, that you have obligations, I think, to um, be really cautious about how you act. And I'm not saying that I know or don't know what's happening at Source Tantra, but um, I will speak to that, that that's really... Um, really I think big. that's a, a, a general paradigm that's going on in a lot of different sectors of the world in business the business world the entertainment industry positions of power can equate to um, people their egos get blasted they can it can hurt people you have Mm -hmm. to be really careful yeah it's hard to to not be a person that uses their power for good not for evil yeah totally and so here's another side of power you know the internet social networking we have the ability to out you know cyberbullying. we have the ability to out anything we want to and make it mm-hmm. completely public and so again well if someone's saying i was i was hurt i was raped i was harassed i'm going to believe them and there's we also have to consider that we have the ability to spread news and it could be completely accurate and we spread the news and that's really helpful and it can also be completely inaccurate so there's there's that's another precisely why i just can't handle facebook because i feel like mm-hmm. people use it as their political platform to get their yeah. voices heard and their opinions which i i love that we live in a society where you have access to so yeah. many thousands of people with your fingertips but at the same time you can also really hurt someone if it's if the accusations turn out to be false yeah and just there's just no no way to know but i think it is important that we give people voices and that they're advocated for and you know look in the history i mean i was talking to my mom about this and you know my mom and her mom and her mom's mom you know they grew up in generations where if they were to say i was raped which actually did happen for some of them their voices were shut out they didn't have voices so now we have these outlets where when we're living this time where people are, are saying it and they're actually being listened to and people are writing articles about it and posting publicly on Facebook. And so there's a certain part of it I think that's really important. And um, I think we just have to take all the factors into consideration um, when we navigate this space. So it's, 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 it's uh, yeah, super tricky territory, all, all of this stuff. But um, yeah, I just want to like give voices t- uh, to everyone and also just like create awareness around all the different dynamics and the complexity of what's going on. And it's not just as simple as he said, she said. There's a lot more to it. They said? 
they said, yeah, there you go. Thanks for correcting me in my whatever gender binary bullshit. <laughs> Damn it, April, you caught me. I just did an interview with a Harvard University professor today. Oh yeah, what was that about? You're talking about dildos? We were talking about, um, they're doing some research Anyway, I did do like, at the end, I was like, hey, do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> I gave us a shameless shout out. You said uh, this to, wait, uh, someone at Harvard? Someone at Harvard University um, reached out to me because they're conducting a study specifically about uh, the normalization of sex toys in the world today. Oh, interesting. So, um, yeah, she, she, this, she, it was an hour long. Um, but it was really interesting. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you, she's a sociology professor, I think. Oh. Um, yeah. Did you, were you feel Consumption you and culture and the topics of sex toys. That's what it was. Oh, interesting. And how the sex toy industry shapes individuals' attitude towards heterosexual and queer sex. Oh. So keep you posted on that, folks. I think I it's out in December. April, Harvard, hey. That was blasting me at 10 a.m. Had my brain cells working, though. I was quite... No wonder you're so tired now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you nailed that my one. My partner's dog was here barking at the wall. I was like, damn it. Don't have a monkey. That dog's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cunty McBeagleson. The cutest, not the cutest dog. I mean, it's a cute dog. She's adorable. She's, she's just, just, she's just very... She's neurotic. She's an asshole. She tries to kill my Monty over here. She's a Shiba Monty. Inu and they have very interesting temperaments. She's cute as a button. She just is kind she's of adorable. She's like, she just is neurotic as they come. And my partner says it's the, it's the dog version of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. He's like, she kind of acts like you. I was like, you're kind of right. She's like, uh, 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 like, <laughs> like biting at random. Except things. that you're nice to all humans. And then she's, yeah, she just she's hates not, all other animals. She hates all animals. She likes humans. She hates animals. She like is really funny. Little mm. fighting dog. Well, maybe I'll have more love for, for, for her. I'll just look at her as the dog version of you. And yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay, fine. Do it. She is. She's fine. just like super high energy. And she's like, Ugh, like she like looks like her head's going to explode half the time. So oh, it's like me. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, oh, I have a, another announcement to make. Um, past episodes, I've advertised that we're Daniel Molnar and I are doing our Tantra half day yeah. workshop on November 4th. We're actually switching it to January. Oh. Um, Daniel's been super slammed and we just like haven't been on top of it. We haven't had even time to really meet and get all together. So we're moving into early January. Okay. So stay tuned. But if you were interested in that, sorry, I'm giving you some notice on and that one. We have a workshop coming out yes so soon we have been promoting this workshop that is a four-week series that's actually starting today the day this podcast is being released and uh, this tuesday that's being yes. released um but what we've actually decided and it was going to be this four weeks group thing we've actually decided that we want to make it evergreen and offer it so that it's always available online it makes more sense because it is uh very beautifully put together great information and it really should be accessible all, all the, the time. time so and people are busy and people have asked us for that too we've had multiple uh, uh, multiple listeners and multiple folks that are at their educators slutty girl problems that was slutty girl problems uh, slutty girl problems Lorraine from slutty girl problems who's been on a show was like why don't you have this be evergreen yeah. so um i think it's it a great idea and, it, and we do tend to listen to um, to y'all, so yeah, we love we love y'all. We love yeah. feedback. So it's a four or well, not four, four video series for erotic empowerment for female identified folks, and it has all kinds of juicy stuff, tips and tricks to become your most sensual and sexual self, including the things that we're talking about today about what we're working on. You know, our right. own, our own stuff that we're constantly working on too. Um, and it will have an option to upgrade too. You can either just do the videos with, and it also has homework assignments and practices for you to do at home. So it can be completely done on your own, the privacy of your own home, or you can also do an upgrade option so that you can have private coaching sessions with us for a really affordable add on. Right. Um, so go check out our website at shamelesssex.com and I believe it's workshops. under yeah, the workshop section and you can learn more and you can do it any motherfucking time. Yeah, so it's not non-committal there. So you can go in, or you, you can do, you can do JTT just the tip yo jtt yo you can still get chlamydia from it i did damn it i know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i remember that <laughs> yeah. oh my like god. i got it from just the tip just i was like oh tip. man yeah just the tip man and then within that time span i had been intimate with someone else where they j also just <laughs> the tipped me <laughs> 
consensually and so i <laughs> so we didn't actually have sex and so the, and there was no condom but like their cock was kind of hanging around the vulva but there were some juices exchanged which is so totally oh, not yeah. the safest of safe sex fluid bonding and so i had to call them and be like um sure so i got chlamydia i got chlamydia um <laughs> you should go get taken. <laughs> <laughs> and they knew i'm a sex educator they're like uh so where do i do where do i go and then we never talked ever again but I was uh-huh. also like starting to get in yeah. a relationship with the, with the chlamydia person that gave me chlamydia. <laughs> See, you can get people stids and they still love you. <laughs> That's what April calls them, stids. I do. April, so we have these jewelry things in front of us. So oh, yeah, so we finally, I got this this thing sent to my house and I was like, what is that? And it's I like opened Christmas, it up. Hanukkah. It was like Christmas. So they are these beautiful triangular shaped boxes and they say horoscope by Bijou Indiscret on them. Mm. And mine is for a cancer zodiac sign. Mine's person. Pisces. And Amy's is Pisces. We're both water you, signs, everyone. Yeah, we are. Um, and you're Scorpio rising and so am I, by the way. And inside it says reconnect with your feminine energy. And so you open it up. And this is like the, the I'm gonna best put a picture on, on our Instagram. Yeah, and we, a little video we'll, too. In, we'll Insta it because it's really cool. There's a little triangular thing about my sign being a cancer and um, some information about the, there's a, I, I got a green adventuring uh, stone. And so it's a it's, necklace with a stone. Yeah. And yeah. it says it's the compass of new opportunities. And then it has some other descriptions. And then I got, and you got this too, this little clitoral balm that's for water signs. Yes. And it smells like sandalwood. Ooh. And it says, on this that sandalwood is a cleansing element which balances your emotions yes who doesn't but need it's some... specifically for water p- people yes and it smells so good and it's all natural ingredients these are um, from Barcelona and then there's a little finger vibe that uh-huh. has um, a l- little motor on the end of it that you push and you can just wear this in your finger so hands free vibrator yeah so if I'm doing it doggy style I can just or someone else could put it on their finger yeah Yeah. it's awesome it says so for pisces says i'm artistic compassionate and likable which i think that's true i think i'm getting more into i mean i guess a podcast is my art but i'm definitely compassionate and likable okay i think this would be the best birthday gift though for anyone Uh, because christmas it's so christmas as well or hanukkah or under 50 bucks it's like 40 i think it's 44 and you get they uh gave shameless sex listeners that means you right now um a discount code it's shameless if you go on their website bijou and mm-hmm. you can get a 15 percent 15 percent off, 15% off yeah. which is they've never done that before that's exclusively for our listeners because they love us and we love bijou and discrets so you can buy it for yourself you get a little little gem necklace with your birthstone you get a little clitoral bomb that's either tingling or warming and then you also get a finger vibrator all for under 50 bucks a great for you or for someone else go check it out and this feels so good we got presents what does yours say though for um cancer because april and i are bffs because cancers are the best sign in the zodiac it does they not are say that. oh sorry <laughs> just kidding no on this page dummy <laughs> the first page <laughs> i know that it says uh, <laughs> sensitive intuitive and romantic oh you are you you should you're, do you think i'm sensitive yeah i think i'm sensitive to energy but i don't think i'm a sensitive human like i think that i'm well, I think you're sensitive. Depends on what, how you define sensitive. Are you sensitive, like considerate and sensitive? Or are you sensitive, like you feel all everyone's energies and it's overwhelming? Or That's what I think. I'm more sensitive in tune with energies. I'm definitely intuitive. Like I have... I think a great and romantic. I just always think of when yeah. you make brunch and you like set the scene or even dinner. Like she'll get sushi takeout, but she, we won't just like eat the sushi takeout. She'll like bring out the chopsticks and the fancy plates and like candles and, <laughs> and like do. fancy napkins. And, and then I go like if I have a dinner party, I cut fresh rosemary from my rosemary bush and then or I put like fresh flowers on each plate. I do something special because I think food time is the gathering of all the senses it's all about what you're looking at what you're smelling food what time. you're yeah it's it's it it's a five it's engages all your senses well i think it goes hand in hand with, with sensuality and romance because we use the same things like you eat delicious food or you have great sex so you say mm, we use the words craving for both of them Ooh, they come yeah. from the similar parts of the brain or the same parts of the brain i think it's the hypothalamus hypothalamus gland? i think so is where um where we have like hunger thirst and uh sex drive i could be wrong i think it's all coming from the same place but don't quote me because i'm not a researcher i'm not a science I nerd. think you, she's actually just told me she's quitting the podcast to become a re- 
researcher. Hey, you guys, I'm leaving the podcasting she's, gig. I'm she's done. She's going to work at Harvard University. I do want to say we get so many awesome emails from people that are just like, I love your podcast. I love what you do. Keep doing it. So thank you for all of that. And keep sending us sex questions. We will answer them. Now we're answering and sex questions. We'll answer all of them. But we haven't, we haven't asked for a review in a long time. If you, reviews. If you can go on to iTunes and review us, we love five-star reviews. We do read the, all of them. I look through them every week. Sometimes we read them on the air. Um, and I used to do them in accents, but then I kept blowing the accents in my opinion. So we stopped that. But if you can take the time out and just give us a review on iTunes, that really helps people, other people get to see us. We get more visibility. That means they can listen to us and also get, you know, some information to hopefully help increase the tools in their tool belt and better their lives. Ooh, I'm going to read one review. Let's go out with a review. Okay. Our most recent one says shameless sex sucks balls i'm just kidding <laughs> does not say that. it's so dark amy i'm so sensitive don't <laughs> say that i'm gonna cry put your gems and crystals on damn put, it put the vibrator on your clit you'll be less sensitive <laughs> okay okay no, you'll be more sensitive <laughs> have an orgasm okay here we go our latest one says welcome to a no shame world Learn, this is five stars, thank you. Learn how to navigate through the gift of sexual relationships with April and Amy, who are... Ex- Oops. <laughs> Why are you doing that? I just did it by accident. She's playing our podcast. This is Oh weird. my God. This, this is, like, is weird. It's like a meta I can't experience. stop it. Oh my God. Uh, there we go. Sorry. Jesus. I was trying to look at the review. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... That was funny. This is isn't that like what they call meta, where you like yeah. do the thing within the thing or something. I think so I don't know. It's a t- yeah. Um, okay, so anyways, learn how to navigate through the gift of sexual relationships with April and Amy, who are experiencing all the same things we all do in the world and are not afraid to share. Which it actually speaks to exactly what we said in this podcast. These two women are talking about it all and providing a new language for talking about sexual desires and sexy talk and feel great while doing it. Woo! Thank you, human. We That's love your awesome. views. Please give us more reviews. Ooh, actually, on that note, someone wrote a review that says, just pure awesome. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. These ladies are awesome. Educated, funny, and full of sexual freedom. Great pos- podcast for anyone willing to explore sex positivity. Yay, we love you, Sunny Earthling. Cute. <laughs> See, you don't even earthing. have to make it super detailed. It can just be a shout out, something simple. But we really do appreciate it. And we really do read all of them. And we feel your love. And I feel the love. And Amy feels the love. And all things. I'm sensitive. April, <laughs> <laughs> you were extra sensitive. I put that vibrator on your clip. By the way, I'm super excited. We're going to Amy and I are going to a Halloween murder mystery party next yes. week. And guess what my costume is? Uh, a cheerleader. Yeah, that's what my. And guess what my costume says? I have to show you. Your tits? No, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a daddy's daddy daddy's cheerleader costume, and it says daddy on it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> your daddy issues. <laughs> You're the I'll take a picture. I'm going to take you. We'll have to get pictures because I'm excited. You're like Lara Croft. I'm, I'm it's Lana Croft. It's or like Lana a, Croft. Yeah, I'm. I'm. But like a blonde, blonde bombshell version. The most of Lana interesting Croft. person. Yes, you'll ever. And I, meet. I was supposed to have a gun, but I'm just going to bring actually a real taser. Instead. And mine says I'm uh, the the life of the party. And I'm the most interesting so woman you'll ever talk to. to be around and I'm going to have pom poms. Yay! This is going to be so fun. I'm so excited. And it's, I wonder who's going to die. Maybe they're going to kill the cheerleader. I hope. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like that. Um, if you're not following us on Instagram, find Shameless Sex on Instagram. And you can see photos of April the Dead Cheerleader. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. It's a daddy. I'm daddy's girl. That's what it's <laughs> with daddy issues. The dead cheerleader <laughs> with the daddy issues. All right, folks. Uh, it's been such a pleasure spending this day with you, Amy, and with all of you listeners out there, wherever you are. We love you so much. So have a great rest of the week, y'all. See you next Tuesday. Ciao for meow. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.